on FM Columbia. Running KCOU 88.1 FM. Start your Sunday, September 24th, 2023. It is Sunday. It is Jonathan Litzkin right across from me after our week hiatus, after I was on the mm-hmm. COVID reserve. We both have gotten reserve. over our sicknesses. Uh, I'm feeling in different ways, but my throat is better, more importantly. At least you can talk now. Last week's show would have been extremely entertaining for everybody except for me. Like, trying to get words out of my mouth would have been an mm-hmm. absolute struggle and it was for a lot of it but we're back on the back on the field cleats are strapped up mm-hmm. gloves are cleats are tied gloves are strapped didn't have to go on IR no short term IR Just the 10 day IL yeah welcome back big college fall slate yesterday pretty poor NFL slate today we'll hit some of the games on the back end and they had a long weekend Liddy how are you I'm good. I'm I'm tired. I was I was in the Ozarks this weekend, so I woke up at I was in St. Louis this weekend. 7:30 this morning, uh, to check out and get here for the show. Wanted to be here after not uh, after missing the show last week, so we're back. We love the commitment. Yeah, I was in St. Louis yesterday for the Mizzou game. How was the, how was the dome? Uh, it, was a, it was the dome was good. It was a I heard uh, a lot of negative reviews. It, uh, from who? Just like okay, first of all, on TV the grass looked awful. Yeah, that okay, that was the only thing. The, cr- the great, great crowd energy. That I heard was good. Uh, mm-hmm. And just a fun. Like, it felt like a Mizzou home game. It was every aspect of a Mizzou home game, yeah. except in a different stadium. It just like doesn't look like a clean stadium. No, it's like not. there was no water bottles also in the press box, which were fun. <laughs> they eventually found some. Let's start with a different college football game out of the. We'll get back to Mizzou Memphis mm-hmm. in a little bit. Notre Dame Ohio State. Yeah. Two straight years, these two play. Two pretty low-scoring games. 17-14 win last night for the Buckeyes. A last-second rushing touchdown. Literally the last second to end the game. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame was down 10-0. They had two touchdown drives led by... That's why they go get a quarterback like Sam Hartman to lead a comeback against a team like Notre Dame. Ohio State was driving. They got stopped. Notre Dame had a chance to put the game away. Ohio State made the stop. Kyle McCord led them down the field. An interesting intentional grounding call. They make up for it. I think it was a Buka had a big catch inside the five yard line, mm-hmm. and then it gets punched in by Chip Trainum. Trainum to win the game. So he's their a short pr- yardage. A back. pretty coaching disaster game on both sides. Both like sides. If yeah. Ohio State would have lost it. All would have been would have been on day, and because Notre Dame lost, it's on Marcus Freeman. What were some of your big takeaways from that game? So the first one, like you said, coaching just a disaster on both sides. Like. Both teams moved the ball pretty well all game, and it was 3 nothing at half. Like Notre Dame going into the half with zero points was a massive disappointment for, for them. I thought they ran the ball pr- pretty well for the, mo- for the most part. Love and Estime were both really good. Notre Dame's explosives still really aren't there. Like, Hartman will hit these layered throws over the middle of the field, which we know he can do now, but... Their receivers, like, they still don't hit anything down, downfield. They, like, they lacked the big plays yesterday. So, unless it's in the run game, not getting many explosives from Notre Dame. I thought that the, the jet sweep that Ohio State ran on fourth and one in the red zone was 
one of the worst play, play calls I've ever seen. Yeah. You need one yard and you're going laterally. like Not Just smart. so much outthinking the room. And I, I've said this before to you, and I get that Notre Dame wanted to keep Freeman when uh, Kelly left, but I think they kind of overthought the hire. And well, could, they didn't want to have him to leave. Listen, I have no idea if they offered it to Fickle or he, dec- he declined it or they just went to Freeman right away, but... That's who I would have gone with. Yeah, and well, Fickle is what three and one at Wisconsin mm-hmm. through four games, so not a horrible start for him there. The Ohio State side of it, this is a game I feel like Ohio State has lost pretty much over the last couple of years. Like these close, like you think about the Oregon game two years ago, I think about the Georgia playoff game mm-hmm. last year, I think about the last couple of Michigan games where when things get ugly and things aren't going well, they fold. They figured on the last drive exactly when they had to, and they made it happen. It almost resembled like a an Urban Meyer, JT Barrett like team who when things got tight, they, they found a way. Could this Ohio State team be different? Could this be the team that, that finally breaks, breaks through for Ryan Day, that has the resiliency and has the toughness, or is it just they kind of caught a break last night and they'll slip up eventually? And it was weird because like, after Ohio State turned it over on fourth down, on fourth and one in the jet sweep, Notre Dame had every chance to win the game. Mitchell Evans made a huge catch over the middle of the field to get them away from the goal line and give them some room to, to punt it when – Inevitably, they were trying to use clocks, so they probably weren't going to go score. But Marcus Freeman with Brian Day with one timeout left. Marcus Freeman throws a screen pass that almost gets picked off. Sorry, they had two timeouts left at the time. Because they saved one going to last round. Uh, But the screen pass almost gets picked off. It goes incomplete. And then Day uses the timeout on third down to save one for the last drive, which they had to use because of the intentional grounding by McCord. Brian Day outsmarted all of us. But McCord... um, McCord takes the intentional grounding, which I thought was a little bit questionable, but yeah. I understood stood it when they gave the explanation. And then he should have been picked off uh, on the drive. Notre Dame had a golden I, I, chance. I forget who it, it was, was but safety. it was it was one of it, it should have been intercepted. It was right to the guy. And that, then after the intentional grounding, Notre Dame goes soft. Ohio State converts a third and nineteen. And then back-to-back plays on the goal line. Notre Dame has ten guys in the field after a, t- a Notre Dame timeout. So insane. Just a, it was two plays, right? They had ten guys. Yeah, it was it was back-to-back plays. They had ten guys in the field, and you could <laughs> see it on the when you when you rewatch the play. Notre Dame had no down linemen on the left side. And how does that happen? And Ohio State still almost didn't score on the run. Yeah, they got pushed in late. It's a big win for the Buckeyes. Their next two games are Maryland and Purdue. Maryland's mm-hmm. 4-0, but Ohio State should handle them pretty easily. Then they have back-to-back big ones. Home Penn State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's not bad. And I think Penn State actually matches up better with Ohio State than they do Michigan. Yeah, and I think that's always the like, case. I think Just Penn because, State, like, I would not be surprised. I probably will pick Penn State to go to Ohio State and win that game. Look, to beat Michigan, you have to be able to match them in the trenches, and Penn State usually doesn't do that. Um Ohio State usually doesn't do that either, but Ohio State has a level of talent that Michigan doesn't have. Penn State is like very similar to Michigan's talent and also can't match them in the trenches. So yeah. they don't they usually match up better with Ohio State. Haven't beat them since 2016, but those games are usually really competitive yeah. and close. And I think this is the best Penn State team since 2016, maybe or 2017's team actually was better. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree and Penn you. State beat Iowa yesterday 31 they, they held, Yeah, they held Iowa to 79 total four yards of offense. Downs. Aller threw four touchdowns. Did you see Bud's tweet? Like, like which if Iowa first down was your favorite? First or yeah. second. It's wild. Uh, let's go to Clemson, Florida State. Oh, another coaching disaster class. 
Only from one of these Cle- guys, The Clemson Tigers are 0-2 in the ACC. I can't remember the last I, time that happened. I don't think it's happened since I started watching college football. They are 2-2 and two for the second time in three years. Yeah. They, they, they are eliminated from the college football playoff. I mean, if, they, if you didn't eliminate them after the Duke loss, I know you had a tad bit of hope. Yeah. And I, I was more hoping that like my plus four hundred five ACC ticket was yeah you can was put live, that one to rest. Which, which after Mafa made that big run to get them down to like the Florida State thirty up, up a score up a I score, thought yeah. like oh my god there we go they're gonna be the favorites tomorrow morning where did it, where did this go wrong for Clemson was it coaching Clemson was had it the, they had the big fumble like was it Florida State just taking it for them like where did this one go wrong for for Dabo and it, you know is is it for them Clemson had twenty five first downs Florida State had sixteen. Clemson had 429 yards. Florida State had 311. Clemson had six red zone trips. Florida State had two. This was a disaster way to lose a game. Dabo really misses that Venables and Elliott. <sighs> yeah, and like, holy cow, hire an analytics intern or something to. They don't believe in analytics. Like, <laughs> um, it, it is a complete joke that Clemson lost this game the way they did. Just. That was a catch by Coleman in overtime. Oh, that was He's sick. awesome. And, like, Wiggins being out of the game, they had to put a safety on him. Yeah, it was, it was a like, ma- matchup nightmare there. It wasn't even, like, poor coverage. Just, like, I'm fairly confident Wiggins breaks that up. And on the Florida State side, like, they already have two of the best wins in the sport. Like, beating LSU on a neutral site, LSU's a top 12 team in the country, probably. And then, I mean, how many home games has Clemson lost in the last eight years? Like, two or three? Not a ton. So... Like, let's go over this, like, because this was just a disaster from the moment after the Mafia run. Florida State comes out of corner blitz and from Klubnik's front side, so he he can see it. I don't know how he didn't feel it. Just gets completely obliterated by Jalen Deloach, picks it up, scoop and snore, tie game. Clemson then drives and has a very good chance to go back ahead with, like, under two minutes to go. Dabo in the red zone goes, like, gimmicky, like, weird misdirection play. QB draw that, like, never had a chance because Florida State was yeah. selling at eight in the box. It hasn't worked all and, and then run that Florida State had eight in the box. So just, like, super conservative. That's fine and all if you have, like, BT Potter to kick, kick yeah. through to take the lead. The all-time but the kicker. Guy, but the guy, that was finance, kick, man. the guy that was kicking for Clemson was supposed to start a day job on Monday. <laughs> you might go back to that day job. No, Dabo already said he's their kicker going forward. Well, let Will Shipley kick. He does everything else right. That guy will be warm enough to go kick in the Gasparilla Bowl, wherever they're going to be sent. The thing so, with the Florida State, though, like they already have the Clemson LSU wins out of the way. Look at their next two games, like Virginia Tech and Syracuse. Like they have, so you talk biggest Mickey Mouse four and zero, the Syracuse Orangemen. They're going to go six and six or worse. <laughs> That's this is exactly what they did last year. Yeah. It's, um, Dino Papers, wait, Mr. Consistent. But wait, so so Clemson, so Clemson sent the finance guy to kick yeah. the 29-yard chip shot field goal. Oh, he misses and it. never had a chance. No. Um, so it's still a tie game. Momentum's with Florida State. Sorry I interrupted this round. This is so good. Clemson needs a stop. We're okay. Florida State moves the ball. They got a big play to Johnny Wilson yeah. down into Clemson territory. But, Johnny then, Wilson does. but then they get the stop because Florida State's play calling was awful all day. They refused to try to run run the ball. And I know they weren't running it very well, but like Clemson's a good defensive line. It was just I saw a tweet yesterday that was like like it's okay that Florida State's like trying to take these shots, but like they do know they're allowed to run like real route concepts, right? Like they were just throwing it up to Wilson and Coleman all day and Clemson's corners were doing a very good job until Wiggins went out. 
Clemson gets the stop they needed, and they have 12 seconds left, I think. Maybe, maybe a couple more after that. I think it was 12, though. Well, they have one timeout, and they would have had more, but Dabo used a couple, like, boneheaded timeouts, like, I forget when, but they were just like, what in the world is he doing? Actually, no, they had no timeouts because Dabo had to call his last one on fourth down because it was the biggest play yeah. of the game. So then Clemson runs the ball on first down. They get like 15 yards with Shipley. They're at like midfield. I'm like, okay. Hell, Cl- it clock stopped with eight. Was clock stopped with seven seconds left? Get up there and spike it. You can even try throwing a 10 yard out to the sideline. Wait, they don't trust the, the the finance man to go kick a 67-yard kick? Before you could kick the field goal, or before you take the Hail Mary shot. But Shipley runs for 15 yards, and Dabo just forfeits his final play and goes to overtime. And on the second play of overtime, Keon Coleman touchdown on a sick catch, and then Clemson gets the ball back. It's fourth and two. Well, actually, it's third and one, and Clemson tried throwing a screen pass out to the short side yeah, of the field that, that got blown up. And then they throw a slant that Cade like the like NFL guys couldn't have caught it. It was that far behind them. Like it was, it was terrible. Like it was not close. Clemson goes to the undefeated Carrier Dome next week. Whatever they call that place now. And they struggle at Syracuse always. So we still the funniest possible scenario if Syracuse wins tomorrow. It's not tomorrow. Saturday. You know Baber's ten year extension. Yeah. Florida State. So they play Virginia Tech and Syracuse the next two. Then they get the Dukies coming to their place. Coach Jake Elko and company. Mm-hmm. You caught that? Whatever. Coach K? Yeah. Yeah. I, I caught it. Wake Forest, Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, Florida. 11 to 1. So, like, ball in the cards. They have Duke, Miami, Florida still, right? And yeah. Florida's at the swamp. And they have Pitt, but Pitt's a bad football team. Pitt is a bad football team. And I'm thinking Narduzzi's going to take another job. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Florida State's probably one of the five best teams with a chance to make the playoff right now. I would say so. I'd, Them, I'd, Texas, I'd say even Georgia. Eight, even four. Like, yeah. I would say I would only put Texas and Georgia ahead just because it could get weird with the Big Ten teams. I thought for sure they'd lose one of these games. Between I thought they'd be two and, and two. I thought they would be two and I'm two. I'm shocked they won both. Yeah. They're in, they're in the position they need to be. What I else? Just, I don't think they're winning a national championship with this defense. but like, Yeah, I agree. We didn't think that was an attainable goal for them this year anyway. So making but, the, the playoff, making would, the playoff be would be a very successful season. See him at the Rose Bowl. Well, Colorado's hype train is over. It's not that they lost because, like, we kind of figured they would lose. They got absolutely embarrassed. And, like, credit to Darren Lanning. Like, he's the man. Yeah. I said to They ju- played to, for clicks. Dude, we played on the field. I said, to ju- it was. Uh, said yesterday, I was, I was like, Dan Lanning is an SEC coach that's coaching in the Big Tw- or coaching in the Pac 12. Oregon's like really that, good. That dude has, uh, like, Oregon Washington two weeks. That's going to be generational. Yeah. The amount of. Or three weeks. Um, it would buy before. Hold on. I'm trying to find my tweets for, for, from. The rest of Oregon's schedule is awesome. Outside of the Stanford game next Saturday. Um, on the Pac-12 network, so no one will see it anyways. Here it is. UCLA has 47 yards with five minutes to go in the second quarter and have not been the worst Pac-12 team on a down-to-down basis in this slate. Yeah. That was Colorado. Hey, it's okay. They didn't have Travis Hunter. Colorado's longest play of the game was 16 yards. Oregon ran a fake punt to a defensive lineman that went for longer than that. Those defensive linemen are hard to stop. So, I'm just... I'm glad we're done with this. Like... It's cool that it's cool what Dion's doing. It's cool what he has brought to the sport because he's got like truth be told, he has gotten a lot of casual fans to like 
actually get into college football. Yeah, those are people who think that Colorado is good. So, Big more, game boomers. The, the more fans of college of college football, the better. And credit yeah. to Zabo for that. But I mean, like this is still the, the ninth best team in the Pac-12 with a, a odds stacked. Against I'm not them even to make sure they're better game. than Arizona State. The, the odds are still stacked against them to make a bowl game. I think that's fair. Oregon, I think, is very good. They have a very tough schedule ahead. But the Pac- this Pac-12 is about to get so much fun. Oregon could have scored 80 if they wanted to make it. They didn't hit their team total. They had, what, 35 at the half? Yeah. They didn't hit, they their team total was like 44 and a half. They yeah. scored one touchdown in the second. That must yep. have been a, a bad Landing Lanning called off the dogs. They could have scored. USC Colorado next week. Caleb Williams might throw for 700 yards. Yeah, everyone's like, like that's gonna be like everyone uh, a Kurt Rhodes like two or NCAA game. Rightfully so, everyone's all like, oh yeah, like Michael Penix is the Heisman front runner right now. Well, is he? I think so. He's sixteen touchdowns. He's in my four Heisman games. winner, so he's gonna win it. <laughs> he has sixteen touchdowns in four games. He's on pace for forty-eight touchdowns. He had what? How many did he have last year? He had, I feel like he had a like lot, thir- like thirty-five. Okay, it, well, it wasn't nearly this much. Wait, till they got to play a real team though. They've had a Mickey Mouse schedule. Were they play yesterday, Cal? Yeah, yeah. I don't, Dude, I, they were up fourteen nothing before Penix took the, took an offensive snap. It's pretty good. Let's go. Let's go back to Missouri. Okay. Four and zero for the first time since twenty thirteen. Here they won the East. It feels like thirteen. Mm-hmm. They. Took care of the non-con. They beat the South Dakota, Middle Tennessee, upset K-State, Memphis. Like this is a game that like previous Mizzou teams I think lose to Memphis, but the offense just dominated. They had one fumble that gifted a Memphis touchdown. I think kind of deflated the score. And then also Memphis had a garbage time touchdown at the end to make mm-hmm. it look a little closer. Yeah, but I thought Missouri was mostly in control of that game, and I think their offense is much much improved. And I mean, they should go to Vandy next week. I don't think Vandy's all that good, even though Drinkwitz was really hyping them up last week. Despite Drinkwitz, like, or last night, kind of spreading some fake news, considering he was like, oh, Vanderbilt has two of the three leading receivers in the SEC, but just leaving out the context that they've played an extra game. Um, <laughs> he, he said that on multiple, on multiple accounts. But they should take care of Vanderbilt, and then they have the big dogs coming to town, the LSU Tigers. So finally the offense is taking notch. What do you like from them? Uh, I like the fact that they completely outplayed Memphis from start to finish. 542 yards, 399. Memphis at the half. I mean, if they didn't recover a fumble, basically inside the Mizzou 10, the game's over at half, pretty much. Memphis was averaging like 3.6 yards a play in the first half to Mizzou's 9.9. It was absurd that the game was this close. And But you know what? Like, this is this is like... Last year at times, but like the results are flipped. Like oh, yeah. last year, Mizzou would outplay teams and That's what I asked, lose. Uh, and, and Schrader about Mizzou would outplay teams and lose <laughs> one possession games. This year, they're outplaying teams and they're three and zero in one possession games. So teams just different. Like, a, a, like if Mizzou doesn't fumble inside their own ten, or if they get the onside pr- kick, pr- pretty much was the offsides clear in the onside kick? I didn't think so. Like I couldn't tell. See, but, it was a sick call by Drinkwitz. Um, I tweeted that like. Harrison Mevis would have had like the greatest back-to-back plays in Mizzou history if he had recovered. Kicker if, history. Um, but yeah, like the game, that game was only close for three. Was close for three reasons. One, garbage time touchdown from Memphis, like you mentioned, which wasn't really garbage time, but we'll call it that. Uh, the fumble inside their own ten in the first half that kept it close at yep. halftime. It should have been fourteen to three. At and the Mizzou half. had a couple red zone stalls. 
Uh, and they were 0 of 8 on third down. Mizzou was 0 of 8 on third Mizzou down? Mizzou did not convert a third down yesterday. And scored wow. 34 points and gained 542 yards. Offense is really good. Brady Cook is not turning the ball over. The defense has not given up a rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. Schrader was good. Like, I think the defense probably played better than the, well, the score played. indicated yesterday. Yeah, and Burden had a career high in yards, I think 156. And like, Memphis isn't bad. Yeah, Memphis will probably win eight games in mm-hmm. the American. Like, they... they they have a chance to win that league. They, they I don't think they will, but they yeah. have a chance. The Americans, they're, one, they're one of the better G5 teams. Yeah. What are the other Tigers in the, uh, in the SEC LSU? 34-31. One of the two other Tigers in the SEC. The, the only good ones. Yeah. Auburn is Al- a bad team. Yeah, they're a disaster. Um, 34-31. I'm, I'm not going to lie. This game. was one of the games I didn't have much eyes on. I watched this the, is the first, first game I went back and watched. I watched the first 30 minutes until... All the other games came on. Like, looked like LSU outplayed them. Yeah. Ar- Arkansas just hit a couple big plays. And LSU just shot themselves in the foot with some penalties. Daniels threw just one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in the first quarter. But also threw four touchdowns. Yeah. So Logan oh. Diggs, are finally using him a lot. He had the run to basically put them inside the five. Yeah, he didn't up play the against Florida State. Yeah. I don't know what the deal with that was. Uh, yeah, their receivers are legit. Neighbors had another huge day. Thomas was had an unreal catch for a touchdown. They play early in the first at in the second Ole half. Miss next Saturday. LSU is a much better football team than Ole Miss. Yeah, despite the deficiencies I think they have, LSU is a much better football team than Ole Miss, and I'm not super worried about Jackson Dart beating them. Yeah, if LSU wins that, they're four and one coming here to Missouri. Which would be an awesome game. I have no idea who's going to win the SEC West. Like, I still would uh, pick Bama because they get the home games. I kind of like LSU. I think A&M's got a chance, too. Uh, yeah. If, if, well, Wig- if Wigman's healthy. If Wigman's healthy. Well, I thought Johnson played much better. Johnson did in. play well. But, I I mean, I'm, I've seen Mac John- Max Johnson. Yeah. I'm not trotting him out there. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the West his, is interesting. His, um, I, I told... I, <laughs> I said yesterday, and you could tell you, you've watched Max Johnson. You, you could tell me if this is true. Max Johnson has to be the all-time leader in college football for completions on underneath crossing routes. Yes, it's a thousand that go right. for like six yards. Who's A and M's schedule before they play Bama? Because that game's in a couple. It's weeks. two weeks. They have one more game, I think. They are. They play the Arkansas game next week. Oh, they should win. Big game, Bob. We will see you in Arlington. Bama's at Mississippi State. Bama's not very good. Like they're not good for Bama terms. Yeah, but like, I still think I still think they're one of the best eight or so teams in the country. I would I wouldn't go eight. They ran the ball well yesterday, which was very encouraging. I, I wouldn't pick them to be like Oregon or USC. Milrow. I talk about how bad Jaden Daniels pick. I think Milrow's in the first half might have been worse. That was a corner route into double coverage that the wide receiver never had a chance at. It, it was dreadful. We gotta go through these games fast. SEC West is. Uh, is this the worst the SEC West has been? Yes. Well, like Mississippi, like okay, I don't think Ole Miss is as bad as we're making them out to be. It was just Bama. Like I'm still kind of impressed about the Tulane win. Kiffin needs to get out of there. And go where? I don't know. Like Bama should probably hire him when Saban retires after this year. But yeah, I mean they just didn't have the guys. They never do. Like Ole Miss doesn't have like the resources. Like there's a reason. Leighton Kiffin. Has the only 10-win season in Ole Miss's program history. Yeah, it was two years ago. And Hugh Freeze beat Bama twice. <laughs> and they could have won the West if they beat Arkansas in 15. Yeah. It, it's tough with them. 
because it's hard to recruit like the big guys just to come to Ole Miss. Like, they have the whole come to the SIP campaign. And like he's done a good job with the portal, but like good for him. You're like you're not taking kids from ba- from Alabama. Yeah. You're not taking kids from Louisiana. Like Mississippi well, well, Mississippi football is just like kind of well, okay. like big school is calling for him. Like I thought the Auburn job last year would have been interesting, but decided not to. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, like what Auburn, is, he waiting Auburn out is for? objectively a much better job. The Miami than, job? Like Chris Ball, that's Chris Ball's for another decade, man. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> after the forty one seven win against Temple. He's a dude, Crystal Ball is right now they're sorting of trending in the direction of just like Florida State and Miami in that league. Could those two be undefeated? Clemson comes to South Beach in a couple weeks. Except they don't play in South Beach. No, they play in uh Miami, Miami Gardens. Gardens, right? Miami's got George Tech next week and at Carolina before Clemson at home. It's an interesting matchup for Miami. Because, like, Carolina or Georgia No, Tech? Clemson. Okay. It's like, I don't think Clem- like Clemson won't I- allow all those deep shots that A&M did. Yeah, what about offensively? What is Clemson going to do? Just give it a little Shipley every time and hope that he breaks one? Okay, that's what they've been doing the first four weeks. Yeah, and it's, it ain't working. So, no, I, th- I think Miami's good. I do, too. Uh, what I else did just- you hit on? Utah beat UCLA. 14-7. We were talking about this pre-show. Utah, like, it's probably the fourth best team in the Pac-12 right now. Like, I'm not sure there's much arguing too much around that. But like, if they were the and best, they're the would better it spot than they. What's up? If they were the best, would it surprise you? No, I think they could still like. I still give them a good chance to win the Pac-12. W- Whittingham just finds winning ways. the conference again in this. If they if he wins this, this conference, they have a brutal game Friday at in Corvallis. If if they win this conference for a third straight year. I'm not sure there's a better coach of the sport right now outside of maybe Kirby Smart. Yeah. Are they going to beat at Oregon State on Friday? Ooh, Friday night game in Corvallis, Oregon State off a loss. I think Rising will play, to be fair. He was active yesterday, but didn't play. And then they're they, uh, home Cal at USC, home do you think Oregon. That, do you think that's Witt just like, like uh, he's not like 100% like we can win this game without him? Yeah, and it's exactly what they did. UCLA scored seven points. Yeah. And their seven points came in the fourth quarter. But the reason I think like Utah like actually has a better chance than people expect is because of that defense. <laughs> How many games can Utah win this win this year with their leading receiver having two catches? <laughs> I mean, they've done it like multiple times at this point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Vale was their leading receiver yesterday. He had 57 yards on two catches. Texas and OU will be undefeated, likely in two weeks. Well, Texas, Kansas next week. You have Kansas any chance to go there and win? No. Okay, neither do I. <laughs> Who does Oklahoma play next week? Uh, I don't know, but it's, I mean, I guess, tra- I guess Trap before. Oh, home Iowa State win. Both those. Uh, I, I actually had some eyes on Iowa State, Oklahoma State yesterday. Oklahoma State's not winning seven games, I fear. Dude, both those teams are actually awful. That was a high, high scoring game. That was, I know. I, I, with those quarterbacks, I could not believe how bad the defense All was. Right, upset special for next week. You're first, right? I'm going to wait and see the rankings. I think there's going to be a lot of change at the bottom. That's okay. Um, I'm okay with that. Uh, do your top 10. Okay. Uh, 10, Ohio State. 9, Florida State. 8, Alabama. 7, Oregon. 6, USC. 5, Penn State. 4, Washington. Wow. 3, Michigan. 2, Texas. 1, Georgia. I'm going to go the other way. Georgia 1, Texas 2, Michigan 3, Florida State 4, 
Ohio State 5, Penn State 6, USC 7, Oregon 8, Washington 9, and then we'll go Utah 10. Four Pac-12 teams. None was, of them will be in the Pac-12 next year. It was never in doubt because Michael Penix is the greatest quarterback greatest ever. ever. We'll be back after the break previewing NFL Week 3. This is KCOU FM. Start your Sunday. You're listening to KCOU Columbia. Music for your mind, not your money. Tell me something good. Hi, sports fanatics. We are Luca Vitalik. Ryan Walterman. And Ben Schmidt. Let us introduce you to a weekly favorite sports podcast on KCOU 88.1 FM. On Around the Wave, several guests and us provide you the most thorough Mizzou sports coverage. Also, NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL coverage where we debate. Provide legendary lists and give bold predictions. So join us every Thursday morning at 9 o'clock Central Time on KCLU 88.1 FM. We hope to see you there. I'm Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey. Human trafficking is occurring right here in Missouri. You can help combat it by learning the signs of human trafficking and reporting suspicious activity to law enforcement. Victims may appear malnourished, show signs of mental or physical abuse, or avoid social interaction. If you're a victim or know someone who needs help, contact the National Human Trafficking Hotline at 1-888-373-7888 or text the word HELP to be free. Together, we can fight human trafficking in Missouri. Brought to you by the Missouri Attorney General's Office. There's only one place for you to get your daily dose of Missouri Tigers news, Mizzou Sports Daily. Join us as we break down the latest in the world of Mizzou athletics from Stephanie Golan's team on the pitch to Eli Drinkwitz's guys on the gridiron. Tune in weekdays from 4 to 5 on KCOU 88.1 FM. KCOU thanks its listeners, sponsors, and Cafe Berlin for their support of this station. Cafe Berlin offers locally sourced brunch and cocktails from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. with live music at night in downtown Columbia, unique waffle and drink specials weekly, plus a wide variety of vegan and vegetarian options. Additional information can be found at Cafe Berlin Como on Instagram. Hello, car of teenagers. If you don't mind, I'm only going to broadcast this out of the speaker on the passenger side so we can talk in private. Okay, now that we're alone, what's with your friend's driving? Is he always this reckless? You should say something, something witty. Uh, make a joke about the airbag or something. Hearses are funny, too. You could make a joke about hearses. Uh, driver, just so you know, we're totally not talking about you. He suspects nothing. Brought to you by the Ad Council and speakupperelse.com. Yo, Sigma is shit. Welcome back to KCOU 88.1 FM. <laughs> Start your your Sunday. Jonathan Lidskin told a great joke. <laughs> we were reading uh, the uh, fantasy Cat's fantasy corner during break and <laughs> The replies are Appar- Apparently, he thinks that if the Bears win today, they're, well, their dynasty's on the way. <laughs> well, we can start with that game if you want for our NFL Week 3 period. I'm not the greatest slate. My, not the start greatest. with that game. I was hoping we didn't get to that game. By, by great slate, I mean the worst slate I've ever seen. Dude, can I throw out a general NFL take before we start going over games? The league's like not very good this year. 
not only is it not very good, the league is in an awful spot right now. Awful. I mean, I think it'll be better by the end of the year. It's not our fault our two Super Bowl teams are combined 0-4. There are like four good teams right now. Eagles, Eagles, Bengals, Bengals. Chiefs, Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers. I think that's right. Bengals, done. I don't count. Dynasty's over. Like, who are the two and out teams in the AFC? The Dolphins, who? They're good. Like they're they're, they're good. good. They're, good, they're good. But like I, we 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 know we know I, we know the I secret. Fear they will eventually will be hurt. And the Ravens, same thing. Like I took the Ravens week one in Survivor because I didn't want to wait on them and like oh. risk Lamar being hurt. I, I have the greatest update of all time. It's more important than your Raven Survivor. Is it about Puka Nakua? No. Shoot. It's J.C. Jackson, the former New England Patriot. Yes. Who signed a five-year, $83 million contract a year ago. Is a healthy scratch today. Phil Belichick. Just run, he may not be the same coaches anymore. He knows every single time. Can, can, I, uh, can I change my Super Bowl pick? Wait, you, you were banking off J.C. Jackson have a generational season? He dude, still could. I would actually, on the practice squad. Dude, I would rather, he actually might be on the Patriots by year's head. I would rather pick the Bears right now to win the Super Bowl a, than the Chargers. Do you have a percentage that J.C. Jackson's on the Patriots by the end of the year? I would say like 18%. Yeah, I think that's fair. Back to the big game of the week. Charger, or sorry, Chiefs-Bears. It's a tough week for the Bears. 12 and a half point spreads, the greatest game ever. I don't even know like, what to say. Like, Liddy, do you think the Bears have a chance? This isn't first take. We all know they don't have a chance. Let's not waste our time. Chiefs win 38-14. Anything you need to say differently? I hope the Bears don't even show up to Arrowhead today. Hey, what if they win? I can't stand watching them. Maybe they'll win. Maybe they'll surprise us all. The Chiefs like, haven't looked that pretty the last couple weeks. This is the week they will. What's, like, the there's only, the there's only one man that can save the Bears at this point. <laughs> Michael Penix, <laughs> him and Fields in a QB. Dude, they will. They two, those two played against each other in college like four years ago, and Penix is still in college. Fields is in his third year in the league. COVID yeah. really ruined our great sport. Oh my God! Isn't Penix have another year of eligibility? Never mind. There's no way he played like the same time as like. No, but like he was Indiana's quarterback before the COVID year, wasn't he? Dude, he played in the same year as like Trace McSorley. Oh my god! Whatever. What's the, what's the game of the week? I the game. Find. The game oh. of the week. There is none. I can't find one. Honestly, there's Patriots Jets. Sure. One and one against zero and two. The, the Patriots don't lose to Zach Wilson. No, they don't. They all win today. Oh, Patriots by a field goal, seventeen fourteen. I I have 20, no expectation 20, for this game. Twenty to thirteen, Patriots. It's a, it's a shame that they're wasting Nance and Robo on this, but now I just don't even know what other game they'd be doing. I, I can't emphasize like how bad this slate is today. This is a great day to go to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> yeah, there there are a lot of things that you could do today that would be a lot more productive than watching this NFL slate, and I will still be sitting on the couch all day. Like a lot of the times, I can hype up games and be like, "Oh, like who needs to win more?" There's like I'm excited for Lions Falcons. Yeah, we can we can talk about that game. The Falcons are two and zero. Packers Saints too. Fal- Falcons Lions. Lions had a overtime loss last week to Seattle. Yeah. Atlanta kind of fake 2 and 0. They beat Green Bay on a last second field goal last week. I think Atlanta's they, like they held on to beat who they play week 1? Uh shoot. Who Carolina. They? Yeah. They beat them at home. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, they did. So I don't think Atlanta's bad, but can Detroit get back on track today? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't think they'll lose back to back home games. Uh I don't think the Lions defense is is great still. They, lo- they looked all right against the Chiefs, but that was 
more because the Chiefs just continuously shot themselves in the foot in that game. The Falcons are still playing Kyle Pitts at left tackle. Yeah, so. yeah I don't. I think Arthur Smith may have missed that one. I just, it's just a perfect example of situation matters. But yeah, I'll take the Lions today. I will take the Lions too. Give me Lions by a touchdown, twenty six nineteen. What was the other game we were just talking about? Packers Saints. Packers Saints. Packers are one and one. Jordan Love, I think, has been really good through two games. <laughs> Saints he's also like fake two and zero. Oh. He's like top five in the league. They one point one against the tight. Not top five. What in the league? EPA CPOE oh, okay. composite. He's first in EPA, I think. Yeah, goat. Saints beat Tennessee at home. Went to Carolina and won. They have a chance to get to a fake three and zero. Oh. I kind of like Green Bay today. I just I don't. I don't think the Saints are good. Neither do I. They don't. They don't give me the same vibes Atlanta does. Like it, I don't think either team is spectacular, but like Atlanta has a really clear identity, and we knew that coming into the year. And I still don't think Dennis Allen's very good. Who do they? The Saints have beaten Tennessee and Carolina, in yeah. two of the more disgusting games of the year, and that's saying something. This is an interesting topic. Which team needs to win more today? The Vikings or Chargers? Both are 0-2, but the Vikings are kind of still in the division because that division is... Oh, the the Chargers absolutely need the win if more. If they're 0-3, Staley's on first coach fired watch. Yeah. Who did? Who had the best odds for that at the beginning of the year, do you know? Probably like Ron Rivera. Or McDaniels, maybe. But Josh, they yeah. They haven't looked awful either. They won a game. Yeah. And they play on Sunday night tonight. Why is that the Sunday night game? You know, there's a schedule Sunday night game later in the year for between Jets and Raiders. There's also a Bears Chargers game scheduled like week seven. When, when are they flex. allowed to start flexing games? Week five. Oh, well, so that got moved up though, didn't it? Yeah, they? one week after Jets Chiefs. That game might be a blowout. Right. You don't trust Zach Wilson not play Mahomes? No. I, I think the Vikings win today at home. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. This char this Chargers team might just spiral out of control. I I think so too. Uh, they've lost two. I the they lost the two Chargers secondary. Games. I mean, we just talked about JC Jackson's second game. It's not very good. Like at the same and time, like, like who's supposed to line up against Jefferson? At the, yeah, I know. Because like as bad as the Vikings, like have at the seemed, same at the same time, like the Chargers could very easily be two and zero right now. But like, sure, if they go to zero and three. Goodbye. Buses. Goodbye. Like, what was the last time the team started 0-3 and missed the playoffs? 0-3, oh, and, and they haven't played the Chiefs yet. There's a battle of 2-0 teams this week. Tomorrow, Buccaneers-Eagles. Are the Buccaneers also fake good? Talk about fake 3-0, fake or fake 2-0, I guess. Tampa? Yeah. And they, they beat the Vikings and then the Bears last week. Yeah, hey, yeah those are a good That team. was fun. So, the Buccaneers, NFC North champions, soon. Well, they play in the NFC South, so. I know, but they've beaten their 2 oh, yeah, against I see, the I NFC see, North. I see, I see, I see, uh, Yeah, I thought the Eagles I'd, were, I thought the were going to have some regression, and they still might, but my God, this league is just so bad that it might not happen. Yeah, I, I think tomorrow is the Eagles flex their muscles kind of day. Yeah. Their, their defense hasn't been spectacular so far, but offense still looks relatively the same. Still, Still explosive. Still, Jalen Hurts running the ball well. Yeah, I'll take Eagles here. Uh, Is that I the only battle of two no teams we have? Yeah, what about the, the game after that, or the game that coincides with that? Rams-Bengals. If the Bengals lose... Burrow going to play? 
Anyone's guess? Ask Malik. I if, if the Bengals lose, is it over for them? Not 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 over, but like they would be. I think Baltimore is going to beat the Colts today. They would be three back of Baltimore. Yeah, already. I don't think it's okay. So. In terms of, like, winning the division, yeah, it's probably over. You're three games back already. Like, probably unacceptable. If Burrow's injury is not, like, super bad or, like, disastrous where he has to, like, go on IR or anything like that, I don't think it's over because, like, yeah, like, the Bengals would be 0-3 the same way the Chargers would be 0-3. Their records would be on paper the same. But you and I both know that, like, the Bengals functionally are not as bad even close to as bad as the Chargers. Yeah, and just the like the, the Burrow the, injury the way, clearly is having effects still. The way they've operated, the way their organization runs, the Bengals are not functionally as bad as the Chargers. Not and even the schedule close. lightens up too over the next like month. Like they mm-hmm. could be zero three and be four and three by the end of October. Mm-hmm. But it would really be nice to get them back on the on back on the right track. Um, and like on their home stadium, like some of these, some of these contenders like. For the in the AFC for the playoffs, like aren't as good as we maybe thought. Like Patriots are zero and two, Jets are one and one and playing with a backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, who else was I going to point out? Steelers offense looks anemic. So Packers today without Christian Watson, Jair Alexander, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, and Elton Jenkins. Watson not playing again. Well, I guess we just took them in a parlay. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, oh, Cam Akers isn't playing today. Miami, Denver. Denver falls 0 3. It's just like last year. Last, yeah. year they were, last year was a horrible year for them. They started 2 1. Yeah. Was What uh, What game was that? What week Houston was, and San Francisco. What week was that third? Oh, that San Francisco game. And then game the third was, game was week five. The maybe, game against the Colts that we were in yeah. Florida for? Yeah. Because it was week six, on a, oh, week six college football. Yeah, that was that was awesome. I'd rewatch the highlights again. That's, um, I would go. I would, do that game all over again. Yeah, um, but game of the year. Yeah, d- really random question. Is Broncos Colts from last year on Thursday night just the NFL equivalent of the Pitt Iowa State game from the NCAA tournament yeah. last year? Yeah, hey, that was a great game. Yeah, we were we were having a blast. Dude, like it was dude, Pitt was like never like that was never in doubt of Pitt losing that game. That was awesome. But yeah, Broncos fall to 0 and 3 closer than the experts think, though. I I don't, I don't think they've looked like as bad as they have they did last year though. Like last year, I had no confidence in them to move the ball. This year they have moved the ball a little bit. The defense is significantly worse. Yes. They lost their defensive coordinator. They lost Fangio. Well, right? Fangio wasn't the defense. Not, it was the guy. Fangio. It's, it's a um, Averro. 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 Yeah, because he's on Carolina now, mm-hmm. and their defense isn't not Fangio. He was their former head coach. That yeah, was also bad. But the Dolphins like, and the offense will always look good at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Just how the league works. Impressed, and I, especially if Denver's defense like can't hang up today, like Miami could drop forty on them. Waddle's not playing, so yeah, concussion could help. Sertan on Tyreek, bracket him, and you could have a chance. Miami's got other guys, like Braxton Berrios. That's about it. Yeah, they'll run the ball. I, I I like the Dolphins today. I'll give me Dolphins by 10, 31, 21. Hmm. All right. What other games have we hit on? Ah, uh, the Bills play. Oh, the Bills play a two and team today on the Commanders, road. They're also fake good. Every two and team is fake good. This uh This is a game Buffalo will lose though. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what I was gonna say. This is so a game Buffalo loses. Buffalo is the like 
Buffalo is a is a survivor nightmare. Like survivor players. You can never feel good about like who do we have today in our locks? I have, I definitely have Buffalo. Like last week, I wanted. No, I I have the Cowboys today against the Cardinals. You have Chiefs over Bears. Last week, I wanted to pick Buffalo to beat the Raiders in Survivor. I'm like bounce back spot for them. They're eight point favorites. This is one of the easier games they'll have all year. Like it's the old teaser spot. I don't like feel, uh, but like I don't feel good about them winning any, any game. Like. I'll pick them today, but don't feel good about it. No, I, I wouldn't either. I'll, I'll take Buffalo by four, twenty-four twenty. But the Commanders are like the enemy is cooking. Like the offense is, mm-hmm. it's not the Ron Rivera offense anymore. Meanwhile, Howell's Matt, been decent. Meanwhile, Matt Nagy is the OC in Kansas City. Yeah, Chief, yikes! Uh, oh, hey, revenge game for him today. He's gonna have a, a nice a little offensive game plan. Against his former team. I despise that. That is... I can't believe that dude won NFL Coach of the Year. He did? Yeah. Uh, 2018 when they went 12-4. and four. And it really should have been like 14-2. and two. <laughs> He lost two games they had no business losing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the Bears. I assume ne- neither of us created a four downs. We're going to put it out there now. No, I did not create a four downs on my drive back from the Ozarks this morning. Jaguars, Texas T- Titans-Browns is a little intriguing. That, so, someone's going to that game on a last second field goal. You, you try to tell me who it's going to be. 17 14, right? Like, like there's, no 16, 13, there's no other t- way. 16 13. There's no other way. Titans. Every game has been close for them. This would be um, nice, though, if they won this game, get the 2 and 1. Texans, Jags, Colts, Ravens are both snooze fests. Steelers, Raiders, something like that game. Remember, I told you that Raiders, Matt Raiders Canada was still, fired, and then I actually read it wrong. He's been promoted. Yeah. They're he's giving him more, more responsibility. Role. Yeah. That's why I like the Raiders even more tonight. I like the Raiders a lot tonight, actually. Raiders yeah. by two touchdowns. I, I think I had the Raiders at like four and thirteen or three and fourteen in the Garoppolo is like not as bad as I remember. And they uh they might be like halfway to my prediction for them tonight. They lost by twenty to the Bills last week. Cowboys Cardinals. Ugh. That could be the biggest blow of the day. That's your forty point score today, Dallas Cowboys. Bryce, uh, who was it last week? Or who who was it two weeks ago? You picked the one. Uh, it was a team that probably lost outright. <laughs> Now, week one, it was. I think I had Jaguars Colts. No, never mind. I picked the Colts when they came out, right? That was off. Uh, oh, Seattle, who ended up losing outright. They scored 13 points. Yeah. Panthers, Seahawks. They, I kind of think Panthers have a better chance with Dalton. I agree. As crazy as that sounds. Bryce hasn't looked great so far. Yeah. It, it just some of the stuff he was doing in college just doesn't work as much in the pros. Stroud has looked all right so yeah. far. Better than I wouldn't be surprised if that game's close today. Better than I thought he would, yeah. if I'm being honest. Do you, you want to do breakout players? We're kind of like running out of time at this point. Yeah, I mean, I'll do breakout players. What do you got? Let's see. Um, wow, there are not a lot of good players in the NFL these days. Yeah. Um. Tyler Lockett. Okay. No, no, I'm changing that. He was good last week. He's never been good two weeks in a row. He catches that same exact touchdown like at least twice a year. <laughs> um, I will go Christian Kirk instead. On Jacksonville, so I will do another receiver. Give me – I can't do Jackson Smith and Jigba every week. <laughs> um, No, you cannot. Terry McLaurin against Buffalo, who is a defense I don't think is very good. My guy Terry. Their defense is not very good. I will take him. Anything, anything else we can this – Kind of early because 
We've kind of run out of things to talk about. Nobody's good. I'll talk about Dabo more if you want. Uh, I think we've hit our ceiling with that. College Bowl next week. You're going to be in Nashville next week. I am making the trip to Nashville for Mizzou Vanderbilt Friday night. I will be at a game, a high school game between the top two teams in the state of Tennessee. Nice. In Chattanooga. Any big recruits in that game? Yeah. Uh, I'd have to pull it up. I believe both quarterbacks of the game are actually committed to Vanderbilt. Though. Oh. Um, that's fun. Let me let me pull this up for you. It's Macaulay versus Baylor is is the game. Probably better than the other Baylor. Yeah. Now no kidding. Boy, did Texas look good last night too. And boy, yeah, we Baylor, I've kind of forgot to talk about them. Shoot, that's not the state I wanted to click on. Tennessee. Okay. Um, let's see here. Max LeBlanc, tight end, committed to Ohio State, four star. Um, Amari Jefferson, who's a wide receiver, committed to Alabama. We'll be we'll be playing in that game. Um, trying to look like there's a lot of younger kids that are good. Uh, there's a corner for Macaulay that's committed to Virginia Tech. Okay. Just a lot of P5 guys. We'll, we'll, guys have, in to, that we'll game. have to go to the bullpen to find a, a replacement for you. Someone is ready to talk a lot of college football. I have my eyes on a couple of people, including one that you tried bringing on a couple weeks ago, but couldn't figure out the system. No, being here it, four it, years. It was. Strategic it, was, it was cooked. It was, yeah. So we will Skill see you, you for being honest. At that time next week. Thank you for tuning in to start your Sunday. See you next time.